perfect? Bang on my chest if you think I'm perfect. Go ahead, bang on it. No heart? You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. This is Patchwork Heart Ministries' Young Catholics Respond, brought to you by Breadbox Media. Now, here's your host, Bill Snyder. Thanks, Adam, and welcome to the program, everybody. I am Bill Snyder, and this is Young Catholics Respond. So thank you so much for joining us on Patchwork Heart Radio and being a part of our ministry. I'm so blessed that so many of you have been following our ministry so closely in these past few months. We have just hit record heights of listens and downloads on our podcast feeds. So thank you so much for being a part of our ministry and know that we want to hear from you. Know that we would love to engage with our listening audience uh, and during our many different shows and podcasts that we have now, it would be wonderful to hear from you. uh, To say, hey, we really like this show. Hey, we'd love to hear this person or that person. It would just be great to have you on our uh, email lists and things like that. So reach out to us uh, on our website at patchworkheart.org, or you can also email us at info at patchworkheart.org uh, to just share with us or get on our email list um, and and engage a little bit further with our ministry because this ministry is about you. It's about touching your heart and reaching into your heart in such a way that uh, we grow in faith together. That's what this is all about, folks. Uh, that's what Patchwork Heart Ministry is all about. It's about sowing hope into broken hearts. So thank you so much for joining us on this journey. I want to point out to you that you can also uh, become a special part of our ministry by joining us on Patreon. And Patreon is a platform where we are releasing premium audio and video content in conjunction with our friends at Fiat Ministry Network. So please, Consider signing up for this premium content that you can't get anywhere else. You want to take another step further in your faith, we have a tier called Discover Your Mission, and it's all about helping you discover your mission as a Catholic by providing personal missions, personalized parish missions, really. It's like a personalized parish mission for you on your phone any time of day. Um, We release a new one each and every month. It's full length. It's about uh, three 30 to 40 minute long segments um, that each uh, presenter does on a topic uh, each and every month. And this month we have uh, William Hemsworth coming up. Uh, He's going to give a great mission. So please sign up. It's $25 a month. All you have to do is head over to patreon.com slash patchworkheartministry to become a part of that uh, ministry uh, effort and also help support both Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry to continue providing great shows like this one, Young Catholics Respond, Sowing Hope, uh, A Heart That Says Yes. We have great programs on our stations, so please, please, please uh, tune in and become a special Patreon subscriber. You're going to get great benefits. I promise you will absolutely love it. Now, um, Today, uh, we don't have a guest again, which is awesome because I get to talk with you directly about one of the topics on my heart today, Uh, but I want to remind you that we always have great guests. Uh, Next week, we're going to have our good friend Tony Agnesi returning, and uh, after that, we've got some more wonderful people that are going to be inspiring you, so please stay tuned. If you like guests, um, know that we're going to continue to bring you awesome uh, Catholic interviews, but Every once in a while, I like to have uh, a solo episode uh, where I can talk about some different topics and some different things and, you know, share with you how I am responding in my life, in my life, 
as a young Catholic or as a growing uh, older Catholic now. Um, but I'm excited about today because I, I want to share with you the story of David and Goliath because I think it is such a relevant topic for what is going on in our world right now. And this story can help us grow in our faith and also fight against the culture that is seemingly like a giant standing against us. Uh, but I want to begin my story a little bit um, before David and Goliath, or before I get into David and Goliath, I want to begin the story this way. So um, my, my grandmother passed away um, April 30th of uh, 2020 of this year, and um, I was extremely close with my grandmother. Uh, she, her name was Carmela, and uh, we're actually preparing for the Feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Uh, that's who she was named after, uh, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And um, so she uh, had a very special devotion to Our Lord um, and Our Lady. Uh, she was actually my confirmation sponsor, and uh, just an incredible, uh, incredible woman of faith. And um, recently, my, my family had the opportunity to get together, and uh, after she passed away, my, um, my family uh, found a folder of each of her grandchildren. She had 14 grandchildren, um, of which I am the oldest one. Uh, she called me the chief. Um, but, but anyway, um, my, my grandmother had a folder for each and every one of us, and in that folder was every birthday card we had ever given her, any, every Valentine's Day card, every... Uh, thing from our college graduation, uh, you know, master of ceremonies, uh, booklets, to everything that we had ever handed her in her um, life as, as a kid made it into this folder. And I was truly blown away uh, to see all the handwritten notes that I had given her, uh, all, the, all the different pieces in this folder. Uh, just a very emotional, very touching thing. And to know that each and every grandchild had one and that she treasured our heart and kept our love within her heart all the time is just incredible. One of the things that I came across in the folder, and I don't even know how I came across it, uh, I don't even remember writing it, um, was I was at uh, a point in my spirituality, uh, where I was working at a Catholic church, and I was putting together um, a Eucharistic adoration evening for teenagers. I don't even remember putting together this evening of adoration, uh, but it was June 6, 2011, because I, have the, <laughs> because I have the paper in front of me. And uh, that was the solemnity of uh, the most sacred body and precious blood of the Lord, or Corpus Christi. And so um, I, I gave a reflection during that day uh, of reflection, or during that evening of reflection, I gave a reflection, and I wrote this down, and I must have sent it to my grandmother. I, I don't recall her ever being at this Eucharistic evening of worship, but um, I must have talked to her about it. And, you know, I, I had frequent conversations with my grandmother about the faith, and I had very frequent conversations with her because she was my confirmation, confirmation sponsor. And she took that role seriously, 
and um, would help guide me along my journey. And so uh, going through this folder, I, you know, I, I, I don't have the original Word file that I wrote this on, but I, but I have the two pieces of paper that comprise this reflection. And as I read this reflection, um, it was on David and Goliath and on Eucharistic adoration. And it just touched my heart because everything that uh, in this reflection that I had shared with my grandmother and kind of run by her um, as I was getting ready to, I guess, present it, um, and she kind of, you know, talked me through it and helped me through it. Um, I, I'm certain of that. That's the only way I would have ever shared this with her. Um, just rang true, and it rang true in a special way for our culture and time today. For our culture and time today, it rang very true. Because what we're watching in our society right now is Goliath just rip a hole through our society. We seem to be facing giants that are way too big to face. It's way too big to face. We're up against a coronavirus. We're up against some really tough racial tensions going on in our society right now. Yeah. We're up against some really difficult things, folks. But our faith in this story of David and Goliath shows us that no matter how large the giant is, we can slay that giant. We can conquer that giant in our lives if we do it in a way and respond to the voice in our hearts that is God calling us to do our part, to do our part in this. So, what I'd like to do is maybe pull a few themes out of what I wrote on June 11, 2012. I have a couple of lines that I'm going to read to you, but then um, I want to go into the Bible story as well in this episode, and I want to talk with you about um, some of the elements that I see that fit very importantly in our, um, in our lives today. There are elements of this story that we need to take into our heart, into our lives right now. So, um, before I take the break, what I'd like to do is I'd like to um, read a couple of lines from what I wrote in, um, in this document and that, I, that, that my grandmother had in her, um, in her collection of stuff for me. And, and I'd, I'd like to begin with, with this, and it rings so true. It says, In today's society, living Catholicism is difficult. The mainstream media misrepresents our beliefs. Secular so social organizations and special interest groups are eliminating the gospel from their mission statements. More and more, we are encouraged to treat our physical and emotional problems with medicine, psychiatrists, doctors, before we entrust our lives to the divine physician. I don't say this to trivialize the importance of modern medicine or the importance of social organizations and special interest groups in society, but rather to illustrate that choosing to make God a part of your daily life has become taboo in society. When we do speak up, stand up, and shout, I'm Catholic and proud of it, most of the time, somebody says, would you look at that weirdo? 
Sit down, pal. You're out of line. It's pretty clear that society, like Goliath shouts, your faith is worthless, unless you can defeat me. <laughs> what a paragraph. Again, I, I haven't even looked at this since 2011, I'm sure of it. But uh, it rings so true for today. And this, this story, this Bible story, can help us understand and grow in our faith in a way that I believe helps us fight back against this culture that says your faith is worthless. Your faith is worthless. I got to take that short break right now on Young Catholics Respond. And when we come back, we're going to continue uh, this episode of Young Catholics Respond talking about David and Goliath's story and how we can overcome the giants in our lives. Be right back. I'm Bill Snyder. Patchwork Heart Ministry is committed to sowing hope into broken hearts by helping young people encounter the love of Jesus Christ and his Catholic Church through prayer, storytelling, and media initiatives. We invite you to prayerfully consider supporting this mission financially. Mail your tax-deductible donation to Patchwork Heart Ministry at P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, zip code 53147, or visit patchworkheart.org to donate online. That's Patchwork Heart Ministry, P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, 53147, or online at patchworkheart.org. Hi, everybody. Bill Snyder here. Just want to thank you for listening to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. And as a founder of Patchwork Heart Ministry, we have so much more going on than just our podcasts. Check it out at patchworkheart.org. At times, it seems like the world today is filled with so much division, bigotry, and hatred. So it's up to us to make sure that we get back to the basics, and that is Jesus Christ and his message of faith, hope, and love. Faith, Hope, Love with John and Morgan Bender is a new project that seeks to do just that by engaging and inspiring Catholics within the Archdiocese of Milwaukee and beyond. Read personal faith stories, interviews, and news all by visiting the Faith, Hope, and Love blog.blogspot.com or follow us on Twitter at Johnny Bender MKE. Your heart is always beating. But you never have to think about it. Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. Once again, Bill Snyder. Welcome back, everybody, to this episode of Young Catholics Respond, and I'm Bill Snyder. Today is another one of those solo episodes, and so thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of uh, the episode today. And we're talking about the story of David and Goliath uh, because simply uh, I stumbled upon a wonderful reflection uh, that I wrote, uh, and it was part of my grandmother's collection of stuff she kept uh, from me um, over the years, and um, I sent her this document, I guess, as part of something that I was working on uh, in 2011 to uh, help young people uh, grow closer to our Eucharistic Lord, and I was reflecting on the story of David and Goliath to do that. And it just seems so relevant for our society today that I have to share it with you. I just absolutely have to share it with you. Um, and, and so um, I, uh, 
I, in the second half of this podcast today or this uh, radio program, I want to delve into the story of David and Goliath from this perspective. You know, I, I was sharing right before the break that uh, basically social organizations and um, different uh, mainstream media outlets in our society basically tell us that our faith is worthless and that uh, we should just keep it to ourselves. And that's what we're seeing in today's world, folks. We're watching this happen in today's society, that we are no longer allowed to speak out and say, I am proud to be Catholic. And when we do, it's your faith is worthless. Just believe that in your own little corner. I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, And this is what's under attack right now. We're watching it. Um, And so we've got to fight back. And I'll tell you what, um, a lot of times when we hear those insults, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do when we hear those insults from the world. Many of us feel ill-equipped to fight back. And so what do we do? Oftentimes, we um, crawl underneath a rock and we wait for the yelling to stop. But you know, the problem is that the yelling is never going to stop. It's only getting louder. If we do not fight back, if we do not slay the giant that is attacking us, he's just going to run ravage all over the land, and that's what we're watching. It's time for Catholics to stand up and fight back. You know, we, as a church, are not, per- are not perfect because we are made up of sinners. Yes, the church is unerring in its moral teaching of faith and morals. It's unerring. It's perfect in that regard. But every single human, save for the Blessed Mother that has walked this earth, has been imperfect. Has fallen into sin. And because of that, we at times can be terrified at the giant that is attacking us. Because of our weakness and our own sinfulness. Satan can make us feel like we are inadequate to fight against the giant. But I think this story has some value in showing us what we have to do in order to be successful. Many people were terrified of this giant in the Bible. In fact, the Bible says that when Saul and all of Israel heard this challenge, they were stunned and terrified that Goliath was going to destroy them. That's actually what it says. Saul and all the men of Israel, when they heard this challenge of the Philistine, were dismayed 
and terror-stricken. That is verse 11 of chapter 17 in the first book of Samuel. Dismayed and terror-stricken. Doesn't that sound like us today? Sounds an awful lot like my heart at times today. Don't know about yours, but I'd venture to say it's probably pretty close with all the things going on, the rioting, um, the racial riots, the, the virus that seemingly is and silently and, um, you know, invisibly attacking our, our friends, our relatives. We don't know whether we're going to be inflicted next. It might have inflicted its damage on us. You might be laying right now recuperating from coronavirus listening to this podcast. And here we are as our jobs are being, you know, lost due to high unemployment rates. We have plenty of reasons, folks, to be terror-stricken, to be afraid, to be stunned, to be terrified. But what is the key? You see, this shepherd boy, David, he shows up. And he says to Saul, Let your majesty not lose courage. I am at your service to go and fight this Philistine. But Saul says to him, uh, You're like the smallest one among us, man. You can't go up against this Philistine and fight with him, for you are only a youth, while he has been a warrior from his youth. And David goes, But no, you don't understand. I have been tending to the father's sheep. To my father's sheep. And whenever a lion or a bear would come in and carry off a sheep from the flock, I would go after it and attack it. And so here is this shepherd boy who was tending his father's sheep and said, I know how to fight against this guy. He's nothing more than a bear or a lion. I can go get him. And he also has confidence. Listen to this. This is verse 37. Again, the first book of Samuel, chapter 17. David continued, the Lord who delivered me from the claws of the lion and the bear will also keep me safe from the clutches of the Philistine. And then, right then, Saul says, Go, the Lord will be with you. But, he, but Saul is still hedging his bet a little bit because he then clothes David with his own tunic and he puts on a bronze helmet and arming him with his armor. David does not fit in the armor that Saul gives him because David is a youth 
and Saul is a big guy, bigger guy. So the, the, the armor doesn't fit him. What does David do? He takes it off. He takes off the armor. And this is where the confidence of God jumps in. Or his confidence in God jumps in. Because he knows what he possesses to slay the giant. He knows what he possesses to slay the giant. And that is the love of God in his heart, and it will protect him. You know, oftentimes, our church and our world tells us what we need to fight back against the giant that is facing us. Personally, societally, you need X, Y, and Z qualifications. You need to attend a Bible study weekly. You need to do catechist training. You need to have a master's degree in theology before you can fight back. You need to say these prayers in this way and have this spirituality in order to fit in and be able to slay the giant. David doesn't buy into that message. He takes the armor that God has given him, which is the love in his heart, and he carries it forth. Now, make no mistake, I'm not telling you that the education or the rules of the church and the doctrines of the church are not important. You need to follow the doctrines of the church. You need to understand what it is about you that makes you Catholic. But you also need to listen inside of your heart to what God is calling you to do. And I think if every person did that, instead of chasing after or trying to protect themselves with armor that doesn't fit, and they listened inside their heart to what God was calling them to do, and they did it, and they actually acted upon it, the world would look vastly different. The church would look vastly different. David fights back with something he knows God will use to help him win the victory. That is five smooth stones and a sling. And yeah, the world looks at him like he's crazy. They're like, this guy is dead meat for sure. But what does David do? He wins the battle. David wins the battle. He wins it. Because he knows who he is. And he trusts God. He has confidence in God. That he is created for this purpose. And you are created for this purpose in this time. 
to accomplish the mission that God has gifted you with. God has gifted you. He has given you a mission to accomplish. Listen to God inside your heart with the direction of the church. But not all the fluff. Listen to God in your heart and what he is asking you to do during these times. Which giants he is asking you to slay. They might be in your family. They might be in your society. In your community. Ask him which giants he is asking you to slay. Be confident. Trust in the Lord and go slay them. So that's what I have for you today. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. Again, I really encourage you to head over to our website, patchworkheart.org, to learn more about our ministry and our mission here at Young Ca- at, at um, Patchwork Heart Ministry. And thank you so much for being a part of what we're doing. I am blessed to have so many wonderful people Uh, supporting our ministry and listening to our podcast. So thank you for tuning in. And until next time, from all of us here at Patchwork Heart Ministry, I'm Bill Snyder. Keep beating to your Catholic heart. You've been listening to Young Catholics Respond, a radio initiative of Patchwork Heart Ministry. To learn more about our ministry and program, visit us at patchworkheart.org. Or to get exclusive access and early ministry updates, become our patron on Patreon by searching for Patchwork Heart Ministry.